Well, good morning and welcome again to another scripture reading. And uh, we're going to be looking at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, which is a little longer chapter. But I'm going to be just reading the scripture this morning. But before I start, I'm going to have a little coffee. Boy, this first cup of coffee in the morning is really great. Well, let's... Uh, let me move this out of the way and let me share my screen. Uh, let's see here. Uh, desktop two. Uh, I think this is it. Let's try that and see if that works. Uh, no, I guess it doesn't. It looks like it's, uh, yeah, this is it. I guess it's uh, okay. I want to make this a little bigger and put myself up in a corner here. Okay. Uh, I hope you can all see this. It's 1 Corinthians 15, the resurrection of Christ. That's what it starts out with. That's the unofficial theme or uninspired theme, I should say. Let me now remind you, dear brothers and sisters, of the good news I preach to you before you welcomed it then and still stand firm in it. It is this good news that saves you if you continue to believe the message I told you, unless, of course, you believe something that was never true in the first place. Uh, I passed on to you what was more important and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scripture said. He was buried, and he was raised from the dead uh, on the third day, just as the scripture said. He was seen by Peter, and then by the twelve, and after that he was seen by more than 500 of his followers at one time most of whom are still alive, uh, though some have died. Then he was seen by James and later by the apostles, last of all, as though he had been born at the wrong time. I also saw him, for I am the least of the apostles. In fact, I am not even worthy to be called an apostle after the way I persecuted God's church. But afterwards, I now I am now, it is all because Christ poured out his special favor on me, and not without results, for I have worked harder than any of the other apostles. Yet it was not I, but God, who worked through me by his grace. So it makes no difference whether I preach or they preach, for we all preach the same message you have already believed. Now the resurrection of the dead. But tell me this, since we preach that Christ rose from the dead, why are some of you saying there is no resurrection of the dead? For if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not been raised either. And if Christ had not been raised, 
then all our preaching is useless and your faith is useless. And we apostles would uh, all be lying about God's resurrection of the dead. And if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ had not been raised, then your faith is useless and you have you are still guilty of your sins. In this case, or in that case, all who have believed died believed in Christ are lost. And if our hope is in Christ is only for this life, we are most to be pitied than anyone in the world but the but in fact christ has raised been raised from the dead he is the first of the great harvest of all who have died so you see just as death came into the world through a man now the resurrection from the dead has begun uh through another man just as everyone died because we all belong to Adam. Everyone who belongs to Christ will be given new life. But in an order to this resurrection, Christ was raised as the first of the harvest. Then all who belong to Christ will be raised when he comes back. After that, the end will come. When he will turn the kingdom over to God the Father, having destroyed every ruler and authority and power. For Christ must reign until uh, he humbles all his enemies beneath his feet. And the last enemy to be destroyed is death. For the scripture says, God has put all things under his authority. Of course, when it is all things are under his authority that does not include god himself who gave christ his authority then when all things are under his authority the son will put himself under god's authority so that god will give his son authority over all things which be utterly uh, supreme over everything everywhere if the dead will not be raised, what point is there in people being baptized for the, those who are dead? What do it unless the dead will someday raise again? And why should we otherwise risk our lives hour by hour? For I swear, dear brothers and sisters, that the face I face death daily. This is as certain as my pride in what Christ Jesus our Lord has done in you. And what value was there in uh, fighting wild beasts? Those people uh, in, of Ephesus, if there will be no resurrection from the dead, and if there is no resurrection, uh, let's feast and drink for tomorrow we die. Don't be fooled by the those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. 
Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. For to you, to your shame, I say that some of you don't know God at all. Now the resurrection of the body. But someone may ask, how will the dead be raised? What kind of body will they have? What a foolish question. When you put a seed in the ground, it doesn't grow into a plant unless it die first. And what you put in the ground is not what the plant will be, will grow, that will grow, but only a bare seed of wheat or whatever you are planting. Then God gives it a new body. He wants what he, he wants it to have. A different plant grows from each kind of seed. Similar, there are kind, different kinds of flesh. One kind of human, another of animal, another of birds, and another of fish. There are also bodies in the heavens and the bodies of, on the earth. The glories of heaven bodies differ from the glory of the earthly bodies. The sun has one kind of glory, while the moon and the stars each having another kind. And every, even the stars differ from each other in their glory. It is the same way with the resurrection of the dead. Our earthly bodies are planted in the ground when we die, but they will be raised to life forever. Our bodies are buried in brokenness, but they will be raised in glory. They are burned in weakness, are buried in weakness, uh, but they will be raised in strength. They are uh, buried a natural human body, but they will be raised as a spiritual body. For just as there are natural bodies, there are also spiritual bodies. The scripture tells us the first man, Adam, became a living person, but the last Adam, that is Christ, is a life-giving spirit. What comes first is the natural body, then the spiritual body comes later. Adam, the first man, was made from the dust of the earth, while Christ, the second man, came from heaven. Earthly people are like the earthly man, and heavenly people are like the heavenly man. Just as uh, we are not like the earthly man, we so someday will be like the heavenly man. What I am saying, dear brothers and sisters, is that our physical bodies cannot inherit the kingdom of God. These dying bodies cannot inherit what will last forever. But now let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. I will happen, it will happen in a moment, in a blink of an eye, when the last trump will blow. For when the trump sounds, those who have died will be raised to life forever. And we who are living will also be transformed, for our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies must be transformed 
into mortal bodies. Then, when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, this scripture will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? For sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives it its power. But thanks be to God, he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So my dear brothers uh, and sisters, be strong and immovable uh, and always enthusiastic for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. And that uh, completes the reading of our scripture. I'm just going to stop sharing my screen here. Uh, I am posting this on my uh, Facebook group uh, called Scripture Reading Group. And I believe we've got about 10 members right now. And I hope to get more. And I will put a link uh, in the description when I post this. Uh, I'm going to post this on my YouTube channel, but I'm also going to post it on my Facebook page. And uh, I hope you join us in discussing this scripture. There's a lot here, but there is some wonderful truth here. And I, I love this portion of scripture. So with that said, I hope you join me. Uh, thank you for listening to the scripture reading this morning. And I hope you enjoy your cup of coffee, because I sure enjoy mine. But I don't know, you might be a tea drinker. I'm a tea drinker too, so I drink a boat. Well, bye for now.